1: Welcome to Rose Ed and it's been a busy fortnight in the world of football with more middle-aged men swapping positions than the last bring a friend day on Hampstead Heath. As Norwich tell Daniel to fuck off, Dean Smith takes up residence at Carrow Road and Stevie G heads to Villa Park. I am of course here as always with Hannah East. You right, Hannah?
0: Uh, well yes I'm okay I think. I'm not okay I've got Covid. <laughs>
1: You're poorly aren't you?
0: I am. We tested positive this morning. Oh. Yeah. Oh sympathy. Sympathy. How
1: but... are you Mike? I've tested positive
2: for being in absolute bell end for, for being a sex bomb
0: <laughs> can i just point out there's absolutely no sympathy from you there joe oh how are you mike yeah. we've well, been
1: talking for 40 minutes before we did the show and also every time 38 we tried
0: to- minutes of which trying to record the intro without me putting you off
1: well we, every time we tried to do the intro hannah waved at me yeah
0: because you kept saying hello
1: uh, but you hosted really? an awards yeah. show didn't you this week Hannah that's glamorous
0: I did yeah which was really good and I think that's where I caught Covid because um, towards the end of the night there was a man that told me he'd had 14 Jaeger bombs that's too many And um, yeah it's too many too many with the reception drinks and wine on the table and um, he came up to me and he was like oh I just I thought you did really well tonight and as he went as he said I thought a bit of spit shot out of his mouth <laughs> onto my lip and he'd had like an onion starter and I could smell the onion oh. from his bit of spit on my lip and uh, i, I joked after and i was like if i catch covid it's from that d1 ck head and um look at joe trying to work out what i just said <laughs> um, and then, and then, what's that like Are minority right report yeah so then that's yeah i think that's how i caught it did it you probably isn't I probably.
1: Didn't. did you tell him that he's just spat on you or were you polite and smiled
0: no because i wanted to get away from him because mm. he i felt like he was trying like his hand was coming towards my elbow that kind of you know i didn't need that yeah, know, you thinking about that as well? So
1: I was like, what? Why? This is a lot
0: to process today, <laughs> isn't it? Um, so yeah, I think that's where I caught it from. I'm very disappointed, but it was a good a good evening.
1: But you're on holiday in your own house now.
0: Yep. Yeah, so we're Costa del Loughborough in my, <laughs> my bedroom. Uh, but I've got two young kids, as you know, so it's going to be pretty difficult not having contact with them um, I'm not sure how that's going to work, but I feel like I need to make the most of it. 10 days, hopefully I won't die. Uh, very lucky that I'm double vaccinated, et cetera. Um, so i just point that out because obviously yeah. some people have had a terrible experience. So hopefully it'll just, um, I'll be able to do loads of writing and then I can irritate you both and send you messages for the next 10 days.
1: Mike, how have you, how have you been?
2: Uh, not bad, mate, not bad. It's been a bit quiet um, because the international break the most boring time rubbish, of it? all. But um, it's a bit of a bit of a time to know, relax a little bit, not be so hectic. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I've sort of enjoyed it a little bit more. Like obviously, England playing against San Marino is just not a fun
1: thing in any way, shape, or form. So yeah, I did not enjoy that. Um, Harry Kane is the is still joint with Gary Lineker in the scoring chart. It's going to be another six months, isn't it? Um, potentially, or basically, the next international break for he has a chance to break it. Why can't he play well for Spurs, Mike? Well, because he's not
2: playing against semi-pro footballers, that's, that's probably why. Like, I think he we scored called four against San Marino and in, in, in a ten-nil thrashing. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm sure he will. I think Antonio Conte will get the best out of him eventually. But just on Antonio Conte, not particularly the best start. Nil-nil uh, away Everton. My mate went up to the game, made the, the round trip to to Merseyside for that. Wasn't too pleased.
1: We're a tough team to break down. Rafa knows how to organise a team well. I mean, admittedly, no Always. shots on target in the ninety minutes, so that's not ideal. But the way I see it is, he's kind of work. He's at the moment he's working out who he needs to get rid of, who he can work with. Apparently, he's put Tangi and Dombely into solo training with him, one on one, because he believes that's the man he can build his team around. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, is we're not far off the top of the table. And it's as simple as that, Mike. That's all I'm saying. Um, Hannah, two weeks ago, did you think that Stephen Gerrard would be the Aston Villa manager?
0: No, I didn't. It's weird, is And uh, it is weird. It is actually weird. I do like ex-players um, going into management. Um, I like that kind of, the ethos that they are giving back. But you do question sometimes um, credentials, don't you? Uh, and I know you're going to be like, oh, what about Ole? Um, I like Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> I really do like him. Um but I, yeah, I was quite I was quite
1: surprised. Were you? Well, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Because Dean Smith's done a really good job, and they've sold his best player this summer. And yeah, they've bought other players. But I mean, like, I think I think I'm right in saying that um, Bounedjah and Danny Ings have spent something like 30 minutes on the pitch together yeah. this um, this season. So I mean, he's been I, I I don't know. I think like I think Dean Smith's maybe been a little bit hard done by. But he's locked, rocked up at Norwich, Mike. Um, that's weird, isn't it?
2: Yeah, very weird. I, I think it was a little bit harsh, but I think the trajectory of the team was heading downwards and I think they're a club that are aiming for Europe. So I don't really think like they're anywhere near it under Dean Smith. And yeah, he has done a good job, got them up uh, to the Premier League. But I think maybe the life cycle was sort of nearing the end and that, that's why they pulled the trigger. But I think Gerrard did a good job at Rangers. Mm. I, but again, I don't really know how much you can judge... Based on that because it's a a two-team league essentially Uh, even though they did win the premiership last season but I think it's a great job for him like it's 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 a really great sort of foundation to build from because they spent a lot of money last season even though they did get rid of Greedish they like invested well like they signed Leon Bailey, Amy Buendia, Danny Ings these are like good good quality players so they should be higher than the one they are so gerard has gone in there the expectations I think will be pretty low like at the beginning so Great job for him, but yeah, Dean Smith at Norwich. I mean, I understand why Lampard swerved that job because it's like I think they said like their ambition is to be a top twenty six club, so they don't really care if they get relegated. So, um, so what that means they want to and be in come the back up and down. The
1: Championship every year.
2: Yeah, like, essentially they don't mind if they just flip between the, the Premier League and the Championship, which you know you have to question what their ambition is really. Um, so I can see why Lampard didn't go. And for Dean Smith, I guess, like, what can you really do? It will just be a sort of middle ground, middle of the road job, but you won't be expected to, you know, keep them up, I don't think. And then if, if they get relegated, you know, it doesn't really matter.
0: Isn't it? Isn't it weird how um, some clubs, their ethos is like, right, if we can see that decline in a team, we're going to get rid of the manager and um, sort of the smaller teams. And then you look at Man United with Ole, And it's like, persevere, persevere. Let's see how we get on. And we've had thrash-ins. And I know I keep saying, oh, you know, keep and have faith. He's gonna, he's got a vision and stuff. And as Mike, you said the other week, but it's not just something that's been happening recently. This has been happening for a while, but yet one of the biggest clubs in the world is turning around and not saying, right, we can see the decline. We need to get a new manager. It's just perseverance. Yet a smaller club is saying, "Okay, let's let's get rid of the manager immediately." Well, and, hang on, because you're,
1: you're famous for your flip flapping This week, this week, are you Ollie out? Yeah.
0: Um, I don't really like being asked a question because you know I find it really hard. Yeah, but I to ask you every week. So. About- <laughs> I know you do because I used to work on MUTV and I'm very like designed in my head to to say something uh, like very uh, politically. Um, but I, I am so surprised that Ollie didn't go probably months ago I am surprised but then I'm not surprised in another sense which makes me sound like I'm sitting on the fence that because of the way that (laughs) Manchester United are they won't just sack somebody and say right we've had three really (laughs) performances get gone like go away so are you surprised
2: or are you not surprised
0: I know I I am I am surprised that Man United didn't get rid of him um a few months ago but then I can see from the the Man United way I'm going to call it without sounding cheesy why they want to persevere. I can see from their perspective why they do that. But from a fan's perspective, people wanted him out a while ago.
1: Mikey, after that, are you any of the wiser as to what Hannah thinks? <laughs> that was clear as smart, Hannah. Thank you.
0: Thanks. Listen, that's what I'm here for to make it crystal clear.
1: Um, <laughs> but you know what I think it is right with Ollie. I think it's like the uh, he's a company man. So he can be quite easily controlled by the club's hierarchy. He's never going to boot off. He's never yeah. going to question anything. Yeah. Whereas if you get um, someone like, I don't know, a Conte in or yeah. it was someone like, I don't know, Klopp or Guardiola or whoever it might be. These people are, they're not bigger than the club, but they're certainly, they don't care about saying anything. Like Jose. Yeah, exactly. Except, I, well, I mean, yeah. obviously, but he doesn't really back it with results these days. But, like, they don't really mind kind of kicking off and saying their own thing. Because if you're a massive name manager, you're going to get another job. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer probably yeah. will get another job. But I don't know if anyone in, in League Premier, One. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. anyone in the Premier League would hire him.
0: I just don't understand. I really don't understand. I'm not a football manager. I don't have any qualifications for football coaching or anything like that. But I genuinely don't understand the logic behind um, his formations. I really don't understand it. And to anybody else looking, I don't think anybody else understands it either. Um he kind of the the way that he's setting teams up week in, week out is just different and there's no consistency. The players don't know where they're supposed to be and it's it just it looks a bit of a mess. So I'm hoping we've had the international break, things will be reset. (laughs) And it's awful to say, like people above will be I'm sure will have had a word with Ole and they're like, listen, you kind of hope that Sir Alex Ferguson's gone and had a chat with him and be like, listen, this is what you need to do, and then change it up a little bit. Because if we carry on like this, it's just it's boring to watch
1: I just wonder if there's an element that they're thinking okay well we get in the Champions League we coast along we've got a manager who's not going to give us any trouble and for the business model that's profitable and that works and we still flog shirts in the Far East with Pogba on the back I don't know like that would kind of be my cynical look at it yeah I don't I genuinely don't think really that many clubs like owners my own club Mike's yours that the owners really care about the fans at all it is a business and it's a way of generating money and I kind of wonder about that Um, yeah I think if um if if Pochettino was available
2: right now because I think they wanted him a while ago when he was at Spurs but he didn't leave at the time I think if he was available they'd go and get him but I think it's a lack of options really to replace him as Joe says someone who they can sort of not keep mold. control of, but is gonna yeah, mold is is yeah. gonna be someone who's not gonna kick off. And I think I think that's why they didn't get Conte because he yeah. has had disagreements with it with a board before. Um, well, Joe's no. gonna look forward to that at at, at Spurs. Well, no, he but... wanted
1: to he wanted to come to a big club and be part of a project that's going somewhere. So a lot of people have asked, <laughs> yeah, why is he come yeah. to Tottenham? I mean, I to be honest, like at, finally, it's a bit sort of like. It's a bit like finding the one true ring. It's like, it's that, it's finally that synergy. Like, you know what I mean? Great club, great manager. And I just think sky's the limit. You know, that's not true, Joe. So uh, <laughs> just moving on. <laughs> um,
2: no, I think if the if the available manager was there right now, like the, the manager sort of in the frame for the United job, like Zinedine Zan, but I think he wants to manage France. And then you've got Brendan Rodgers, who's obviously still at Leicester. Would he leave mid-season? I, I, I don't know. Managers. And then it's like you you've got managers who maybe, maybe would be there, but they're they're just not available at the time. So I think that's why they've not pulled the trigger. I do think that, you know, Ollie is will get sacked His this season. Number, it's just a definitely. matter of time. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And do you think would you want to as a as a manager, as a, a big named manager? Do you think it would be a gamble to come to Manchester United now or do you think it would be quite easy pickings? Would you look at the club and think, right, look at the players you've got, the calibre of players that you've got. Um, Look at the money potentially you've got and how you could turn it around. Would you look at what Ollie's doing right now and think, yeah, there's loads of changes I could make. It'd be easy. Those players would be eating out the palm of my hand by the end of (laughs) the season. It would be easy to, in theory, you've got Could you do it, Hannah, do you think? No, because I'm not qualified, but I mean, um, I always say that. I'm not qualified to be a manager, but I'm just saying, because you know when people are opinionated, like, oh, they should do this, they should do that, it's like, well, yeah. you know, back it up with something. But I, I just wonder, that's the question. Do you think a, a big-name manager would look at United now and think, yeah, that's a great place to go?
1: Would you not think that all football managers have got this? To be a successful football manager, you've got a massive ego. So... They yeah. they kind of it's a bit like when uh, the this is the example I always use I I always remember Scott Sinclair Did you just
0: rub your tits?
1: I actually just I sort of massaged did. my lower back and stroked my nipples oh, on the yeah, way sorry, past. All right. Okay. Um I always remember when Scott Sinclair went to Man City and yeah. nobody on earth apart from Scott Sinclair thought he was going to get in that first team. But kind of to yeah. compete at that level you've got to have an ego. So yeah, I think the, the rest of us would look at it and be like, what are you doing? It's mental. It's such a dysfunctional club. You've got Fergie breathing down your neck. It's this huge corporate machine. Just don't bother. But they're always going to think that they're the one that can turn it around.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, And, and that's why play. Jose
1: Mourinho keeps getting jobs. Yeah, Even though he's
2: got an awful managerial record the past few years. I bet he interviews well though, doesn't he, Jose? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he is, look, I, I despise... Marino for many reasons because I think he can be quite toxic in in front of the media. I'm sure he's a lovely guy behind yeah. it, but you have to like give you, you have to give him credit. Like his his ego is huge, like but the biggest that there is ever, ever. in 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 football history. Like, it do you is not think obscene. he plays
0: up to it as well? Though,
2: oh, of course, yeah. Really? It's like, his, like it's, really it's, it's like his character. Like, as, as I yeah. said, like I'm, I actually think he's probably a really nice guy behind the scenes, yeah. but it's this sort of special one ego thing that he's created for him because it creates an aura. It makes you th- it makes people think that he knows what he's doing even even maybe in recent years when it when he hasn't really had full control of the situation, which we've seen yeah. in, in a few instances, but
1: and it starting yeah. to go a little bit belly up for him at Roma actually, so
2: yeah, i mean it's it's this early into his Roma tenure and he's already like firing shots at players, you know, I think he said like he his b team he's like squad isn't good enough, like it's started already, and things haven't even gone that bad yet, so it'll be an interesting one.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't get on the wrong
1: side of him. Um, Mike, Liverpool-Arsenal this weekend. I mean, massive game. Liverpool were in red-hot form, but actually that stat was doing the round, wasn't it, uh, rounds before, that after 100 games, Mikel Arteta is the most successful Arsenal manager apart from George Graham.
2: Yeah, I'm not reading too much into it at the moment because I know that he's had a big turnaround, but I think we've seen this before. Like, we've seen Arteta's Arsenal go through purple patches, but... The real test is going to be against Liverpool and we'll see how we how we stack up against them. Because, you know, even though they have had a few poor results recently, they're still a top, top side and title contenders. And we have played, you know, the likes of Leicester. We beat them. Spurs, yeah, you know, they were, they were pretty bad at the time. But throughout this run, I think we've gone 10 unbeaten across all competitions. Eight um, unbeaten in the league, six wins, two draws. It has been good, but it's not against top top level opposition. I remember when Unai Emery first came, I think, or maybe in his second season, I think he went like twenty six games unbeaten. Everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Like Arsenal back, blah blah blah. And then you know he obviously went and got sacked. So you have to look at you have to look at the opposition and really weigh up like how good has this run been? I think when we when we play Liverpool. Um, I am fearing it a little bit. It's
1: is weird, isn't it? Is it a good time to play Liverpool? Because obviously it's kind of broken their little run of form, but also it's broken your run of form.
2: Yeah, I think I think they enjoy playing against us, Liverpool. Like we've had awful results against them in the past. Um, they've like completely blown us away at times. And I think they will look at us and think, you know, even though we are improved, they'll they'll probably fancy themselves. So they might look at this and think, oh, actually, we've been in bad form. This is a good
1: chance. We will hopefully be going into, into it with confidence, but we'll see. Um, Hannah, I've been dying to ask you because uh, your husband, Andy East, came into the room before we started recording. (laughs) Yeah. And you said he's had his teeth done. Yeah. What's he had done to his teeth?
0: Well, we've both had, you know, Invisalign. Yeah, yeah. Um, So we've both had that for the last year because my wisdom teeth came through and I was I had really bad like gum infections and stuff which is just not fit mm. so um Ugh, my dentist, pus
1: leaking out your gulp
0: no not pus leaking out it's like <laughs> red and inflamed and really sore and, like throbby gums have you had throbby gums before? I've had, I've had throbby
1: gums when you when you get a sinus infection it hurts in your jawbone
0: yeah so I had that but all my my because my all my wisdom teeth are pushing through and you get to a certain age and because I'm like a pensioner um they won't take your wisdom teeth out because it can affect all the um The sensing and stuff in your lips. So, my dentist was like, Listen, what we need to do is get you Invisalign, and it's going to be X amount of money, which is very expensive. It Um, is
2: expensive.
0: Yeah. And he was like, This is what you need to do. And then you're, your teeth will be fine. We'll move your back teeth out and create space. So I came home and I was like, oh, I'm having some dentistry work. So Andy's was like, uh, 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 not without me, you not. So we were that <laughs> couple that we've been, every time we go to eat, unclipping an Invisalign brace with slabber going everywhere. Yeah. Um, we've oh, been God. that couple. So he's that's just a nightmare, been- Anna. Yeah,
2: we just. Is it not just, so? What, literally, you keep it in all the time or only take it out to eat? Do you eat keep it in overnight? So,
0: when you, when you have a cup of tea or a coffee, it's really annoying because you have to take oh. them out. Because oh, the heat and, <laughs> and then every week, every week, you have this uh, dental monitoring kit and you have to scan your teeth and then it, they send it off to America. And then within an hour, you get an email back to say, move on to your next aligner. And so then they just say it in a message, they don't actually read it Send it, out it off anyway. to
1: America, do they? F- they send it to Darren, who's sitting <laughs> in the back of the In Bradford,
0: yeah. yeah. Who then Outside records it into an app,
1: yeah. Move on to your next aligner. So another 500 quid, lads. Yeah. <laughs>
0: who are them dickheads in love for paying for this?
1: <laughs> That's become that a be big mean, part of culture in the last couple of years, though, where you're out with a friend and they'll be like, oh, sorry. Because Invisalign has become so prevalent. I think we just take it out in front of you and it's just like, Good, and so. you get a
0: string of saliva and if you're dehydrated you get like foam saliva yeah so disgusting Put me right I me mean, that I, mm. <laughs> I went out for drinks with uh, some presenters and <laughs> three of us had invisalign sorry There <laughs> f- <laughs> <what> the f- <laughs> was me there was mike <laughs> and then so, <laughs> and yeah three three of us had invisalign because throughout <laughs> lockdown when you're wearing masks and stuff who I'm not saying the names. Say it. Look how, look how like, territorial it say, say I'm the a names. presenter too. Who was it? Yeah, I'm a presenter too. Give me that number. Oh.
1: Say the names. Let me see if I know them.
0: No. F***ing
1: <laughs> now. <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> I, this happens all the time, right? I'll just get, like, I'll see a photo on Instagram of, like, my presenter friend with another one of my presenter friends, and I'm not there. <laughs> why does no one ever Why are you me? so
0: surprised?
1: Like, when me and Mike <laughs> go
0: for our Christmas party, and you're not there. You're going to be yeah. so fuming. <laughs> Oh, I'm only like, joking. Do you, know,
1: do you know what, right? I'm I'm looking forward to Rose Edverse. I really am. It's going to be nice. <laughs> um, Eddie who as well, in at Newcastle Hannah. Yeah. We've, I love um, Eddie Howe. We've branched out uh, on Rose Ed recently yeah. and we've started. Um, there's a, there's a new content strand. I don't know if Mike approves, actually. We didn't even ask his permission, did we? Yeah, Mike, do yeah, you think it-, just, it... went over my head. It completely went <laughs> over my head. I, like,
2: I mean, H- H- Hannah, we spoke about it a few weeks ago when we went to the pub in, in Loughborough. Yeah, oh God, yeah. We, oh God, yeah, up. we
0: went out sushi. Yeah, That's and such you, a laugh,
2: yeah. You asked me about it and I was like, oh, Hannah, I'm really not sure about this. But then Joe didn't bother to ask me. So, you know, next time yeah we go for a drink you know let's properly get into it but yeah we
0: don't need
1: to invite jack well basically what what yeah. happens if you jump on the how he's just brushing
0: uh, over it doesn't like it at <laughs> all, <is> it? Uh,
1: <laughs> no i'm used to it if you jump on at rose Edd pod um on instagram or indeed on tiktok you'll find um we've been there's been some sketches some hilarious sketches that we've been um putting out and the the main joke is that I'm a woman, <laughs> In a woman Yeah,
0: but let me explain a bit more yeah, yeah, about this. It. So we we talked about doing some sketches because I do some impression stuff and I love doing this kind of thing. So um, Joe was like, I said, oh, if you get a, a couple of wigs and then you can be the girl, I'll be the guy, draw a moustache on and, and whatever. And then he sent me a picture and he had this blonde, uh, this uh, brunette wig on with curly hair. I looked
1: fabulous.
0: And I was like... <laughs> and not being funny but that doesn't work cuz you actually really suit it like you look really <laughs> nice in this long brown wig with curly hair so I was like oh the idea was that you'd look really really bad um and I showed it to a uh, big old Andy East and he was like Joe looks too good as a woman he needs to like make it look worse <laughs> what did you think so then you got the blonde one didn't you and that that looked really shit so that <laughs> what, was
1: good. what did you think when you saw the the brunette wig Mike did it did it do anything for you um <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I have to say no. Sorry, mate. I've, I do, the, the blonde does make you make you look better. I think the
1: blonde suits you better, to be honest. Oh really? In the dressing gown really? with the glasses yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh. I was really doing it. Well, there's more fun stuff to uh, to to kind of to come. I <laughs> suppose there is more of that sort of stuff to come. But just for a little taste of it, here's uh, here's what our characters, the Geordie couple, <laughs> thought of Eddie Ho. I wasn't sure pet about these
0: Saudi's and that, but they got rid of Steve Bruce and brought in Eddie Ho. Eddie Ho? You know, Eddie Ho.
1: Oh uh, Eddie Ho Eddie Ho. But Bibs, aren't you worried about all the other stuff? Like what pet? You know, the human rights stuff. As long as me and Darren go over there, watch the tune and have a few tins of newty brown, we'll be alright. You know they don't drink right. Oh, we man. Right, get him out and get rid of that Eddie Who and I'll... Eddie Who? There we go. Um, But, Hannah, Eddie Howe is at Newcastle United. Were you we a bit sad yes. to see someone so nice go somewhere so evil?
0: Uh, well, it's just a surprise with the credentials that Steve Bruce had to Eddie Howe. there oh, we go. No, I'm not going to go on serious, <laughs> but... You no, know, when you look at it on paper... Um, I was surprised that they've gone for Eddie Howe, but um, I like Eddie Howe, so I'm not going to slate him. See how they get on, see how he gets on and how he fits into the Newcastle way.
1: Mike, do you, what do you think about Eddie Howe there? Is it like Because obviously they need to sort out their defence, don't they? But he's not really going to be the manager that does that.
2: I was very surprised. I, when, I think when Eddie Howe was in the, the Premier League, I thought he... Play. He, he played his football like he was playing football manager a little bit. Like he wanted to play like Barca. He wanted his his Bournemouth team to play at Barcelona, but he didn't have the the players to to do it essentially. And you know he he kept them up for a long long while, and he he, he did well. And you know that they did impress at times. But he's he's an attacking football coach, like and what Newcastle needed, I thought, was a battle hardened Sam Allardyce style coach to get them through this period. Because what's going to happen if you have this huge like 100 million pound takeover and then they're in the championship like it's just going to be useless like they'll still pump loads of money into yeah. the team I'm sure with investments but it's like it doesn't look great does it if you just spent yeah. all this money and then your team is suddenly relegated so it's a bit strange I mean I I hope he doesn't keep them up because for me it'll be entertaining to, to, to watch Newcastle in the championship like if they sign like Kylian Mbappe like Kylian Mbappe he's not going to go there but just imagine like those sorts of players in a championship it would be unbelievable so the entertainment factor <laughs> I hope I, I, I sort of hoping they go down for Eddie Howe he's a lovely guy I hope they stay up for him but I'm not sure it's a weird appointment I, I, I thought they'd yeah. go for someone like with a bit of premier experience on a short-term contract maybe even kept Steve Bruce probably what they should have done and then gone for like the high profile manager next season when their status yeah. was secured
0: yeah, because that's the other question. Can I ask? Sorry, Joe. I feel like you're going to ask a question. I'm just totally interjected, but you're about to cough and you've turned your mic off, so I'm going to ask a question. Um, <laughs> what's What's your thoughts about um, sort of getting a, a manager in mid season? Uh, are, are people better off to are you better off to wait till the end of the season, see it through, or um, like you just said, suggested Mike a short term manager? Then it's, manager just, it's
2: just it's um, just where you are at the moment. So Spurs, obviously, like we're in an absolute dark hole yeah. weren't they with with Nuno like
0: rotting like yeah.
2: awful yeah. like terrible so Antonio Conte was available and they got him and that's probably the best appointment that they could have made yeah. unfortunately Um so it just depends on your situation like obviously United they need someone mid-season because I think they're just going down on By a Christmas. downward, downward yeah. spiral yeah so yeah. It, it, it just depends but Steve Bruce like I, I, look, I don't want to bring him up again because we sound a bit like his PR agency, but... We
0: do, but we love him, don't we? It was harsh.
2: We,
1: we yeah. do, he's just such a lovely geezer. He's he is. so
0: cute. Well, uh, you know.
1: Have you So, Hannah, you know Park Ji Sung, right? Do you remember Park Ji Sung? Yeah, sorry. Do you remember Park Ji Sung? Yeah, <laughs> so so that's a good. You're you're, you're like two. I've got
0: a, I've got a two second delay on your mouth like speaking to visually, and that was just really weird. I didn't
1: know if it was like a COVID <laughs> well, thing. Well, and also I did oh, just turn yeah. around and just shout. Do oh, you yeah. know Park G Sung? <laughs> you really scared me. Well, why? The reason I'm asking is because. <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
0: Yeah, what what the f- are you talking about? So I was just gonna
1: say finally, Patrice Evra has asked yeah. Park Ji Sung to be the yeah. godfather of his child. Which is nice. Isn't Where it? do you
0: get this information from? Like what websites do you go on, Joe? This really worries me sometimes. net. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, of course, yeah.
1: I was gonna say, which which footballer or figure in football would you like to be the godfather of your children?
0: Oh, question on the spot. So, I mean, um, I w- I'd say Wayne Rooney to respect your elders.
1: We well, certainly did that. Didn't exactly. <laughs> yeah. a lot more That's than the respects. one that came to
0: mind. <laughs> Speaking of Wayne Rooney, though, um, I know we don't really want to talk about Derby, do we? We can. Are we going to mention Derby? Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> do whatever you like. They've... I just shouted Park G sung at you. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that they've been deducted, what, 20 points, is it now? Yep. Yeah, and apparently, I've heard from an inside source. Have you oh, used
1: inside probably, source? You're not, Rosette probably, exclusive. It's
0: probably totally <laughs> incorrect. No, but from a very, very good uh, source, that um, Wayne Rooney has been out of pocket paying um, for... Um, some wages he's been paying for hotels for um, players to stay in and staff um and people at derby are like i genuinely can't believe that he didn't leave when he got the chance and he said to them listen i've put my trust and my faith into you um, and saying that you've done to me so i'm not going to let you down um but i think it really says a lot
1: about him he's been Um, putting ethel the tea lady up (laughs) she's uh, (laughs) she's in the penthouse (laughs) Take your teeth out, hon. Yeah. Oh, I only live round the corner, Wayne. Don't be silly, love, the Fucking Premier in, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Is that libelous? Sorry, Wayne. You did a good thing.
0: I didn't realise he's been keeping the retirement home up <laughs> Yes. <Yeah. years. laughs> <Yeah, that's- laughs> new dimension we're gonna have to cut that out as well
1: um I, oh, can, okay. I can I can leave that in about me saying that about Wayne Rooney can't I Mike yeah all right? yeah, I mean, yeah. Was,
0: <laughs> look I've got a wet nose now really <laughs> so much. I like it when Hannah oh, laughs yeah. she gets a
1: wet nose like a dog when they're happy <laughs> <laughs> oh dear I think that's probably quite a good place to leave it isn't it I think so oh dear um Hannah East thank you very yeah. much I mean are you worried Thanks. about the lawsuit from Wayne Rooney
0: I'm more worried about dying from COVID, but um, yeah, hopefully Wayne won't sabotage me.
1: Well, if you're still with us next week, then we can deal with Wayne's legal team. Then, Um, Mike, thank you very much. Cheers! I love how it turned from like such a nice story about Wayne Rooney trying to help people turned into that (laughs) (laughs) poor lad. And we will see you next time.
0: Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network